0: hello hello you always wait for me to say hello first you don't say hello first
1: i i don't know why i do that i i know that i have (laughs) a very good um internet connection and so typically it's the person on the other end of the line who I'm waiting to connect. So I think that's why. Because uh, whenever I record Disruption, uh, which has Steve Lubitz, Georgia Dow Brianna Wu, uh, at the beginning of the episodes, we always wait for Steve to say hello because um, we want to make sure that he's his audio connection is there. So I think that's why I just tend to wait to make sure the other person's on the line before I start saying things. In case it makes it into the show, which sometimes it does.
0: Okay, well future reference. You can you can say hello first.
1: <laughs> okay, well we'll see if that happens. Now mm-hmm. I might just have to not do it because it's uh you know, I, I'm a I'm a complete and total rebel. Uh or you're a creature of habit and you're probably gonna forget. <laughs> <laughs> I you know, it could be <laughs> one or the other. I don't know, yeah, I just so came out to have a good time, and I'm honestly feeling a little attacked right now
0: okay, no. <laughs> okay. well we we we've we've made our greetings our attack greetings uh so <laughs> uh how how are you
1: uh i'm doing doing well, yeah, it's um the the days are bleeding together a little bit recently, uh but we keep plugging along, and I'm looking forward looking forward to uh, the holiday that is fast approaching, although I haven't decided how I am going to celebrate this year. In other words, I haven't decided what costume I plan to wear uh, for this weekend. However, um, we always record a video version of the iMore show uh, around Halloween, and everybody wears costumes, and I'm going to uh, put on my my... It's wig and and beard and fake eyebrows and be the old wizard that uh, I have in my closet. So I am looking forward to that. But for the actual festivities, I haven't decided yet what I wanna what I wanna be. Are you doing it? This is this is an interesting thing because feel like you're not a person who'd be that into halloween but i don't know for sure so i'm just gonna ask are you doing anything for halloween are you planning on dressing up are you planning on dressing up uh any friends pets because i don't (laughs) i don't know tell me tell me everything
0: uh well first of all i i didn't know we were talking about halloween when you're talking about getting dressed up for the holiday i thought you were talking about the iphone 10 release
1: um, oh God! But
0: <laughs> just kidding. Uh, no, but uh, yeah, I'm not. I'm not so much a Halloween celebrator uh, these days um, because I'm ancient, uh, and <laughs> I would just rather sit inside. Joe,
1: you're you're part of the problem talking about being ancient. You're not yeah. ancient.
0: No, but uh, so I, I, well, I just don't feel like going out anymore to to do this stuff. But uh, once upon a time, uh, I used to. Uh, And I would go to, uh, there was this company, and I say was because they went bankrupt uh, at least one time after this, but uh, it was called Digital Domain, um, and they were in Venice, uh, California. Uh, They've relocated what remains of the assets of Digital Domain to other places, uh, but uh, at the time, they'd throw big Halloween parties, huge Halloween parties, um, where they had vendors in and games and like DJs and like every, it was it was a serious thing. This was not yeah. an office Halloween party, um, and I got invited because of uh, some friends that I had at production in at Sony Pictures Imageworks. So we'd go over there, uh, and uh, I wasn't ever really sure how to plan for Halloween, so I could never figure out what I wanted to do. Um, so my fallback was uh, conservative zombie, um, which. <laughs> Involved wearing uh, a white button-up shirt, uh, khakis, and then uh, a lot of zombie makeup, um, including fake blood. Uh, and my favorite thing about that was that I was so good at applying the the fake blood and zombie makeup, uh, especially to the hair. You got to remember to do it to the hair. A lot of people forget that they just stick it on their face, and it's like that's not going to convince anybody. Uh, and then you uh, are filling up your gas tank uh, for your car at a oh, gas God. station. And everybody thinks you've been in a serious accident. <laughs> so that's always it's fun. it's because of a
1: hair. Yeah. If you would have forgotten the hair, they would have known. But you really pulled it off by getting the hair there. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, it's really important. Uh, so it's a rookie mistake just to, to stick a little fake blood on your face. Uh, never follow the instructions or anything that you see on on the package for any of this fake blood or the... the uh, makeup stuff uh it's 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 never it's never as they describe it to be
1: carve your own yeah. path make your own way and make the best zombie be the best zombie you can be
0: be the undead you want to see in the world but uh there you go yeah, no that that's not gonna happen uh, this year. I haven't dressed up as anything um, in many many years, and uh, I will I will definitely be sitting indoors. Also, it's on a Monday this year, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah um, no, thank you. Uh, any, any of these these? Oh, it's on a
1: Tuesday, actually.
0: Oh, a Tuesday. Sorry. Uh, yeah, and, and people who are going to go out and get turned on a, a Tuesday. <laughs> I, I just that that. that here for that but uh yeah
1: that's certainly not my plans at all i will be going out on saturday uh to a little get together put on by my friends so um it's it's not going to be I, i've done like bar hopping pub crawling in the past and that is a rotten mess let me tell you um so i don't plan on partaking at that this year because um i creep ever forward toward ancients uh, and when that happens, then I will also just be sitting at the house and and uh, letting all those kids go out and do their thing. But uh, for now, that's, that's what I'm looking forward to.
0: Uh, do you uh, also not put out a pumpkin and turn off all the lights and pretend like you're not there so you don't get trick-or-treaters?
1: Yes, because... The thought of like little kids walking up to the door with adorable little outfits on and wanting and hoping with all of their heart to get candy kind of breaks my soul if I'm not there. So I make sure that my house looks uninviting. Um, Plus, it'll set off the dogs and no one will be happy Um, because then also the doorbell Will motion sense someone's there, and then I'll get a notification, and then <laughs> there'll be these little kids at my doorstep with probably adorable little ghosts and and I don't know uh what the kids uh penguin bear costumes on, wishing that they could have candy that I don't have for them.
0: Hmm, is an interesting imaginary costume you went to. Uh, but yeah, no, I I, I also I see when I first moved out here. Um, And I had an apartment by myself for the first time. And I was like, what am I supposed to do? What is the etiquette? What if someone shows up? And so I bought candy. And I was like, well, I can't have one bag of one kind of candy. That's terrible. And so I bought two different bags of candy and I put them in a bowl. And then I had it there just in case somebody showed up. And uh, it was just like an emergency situation. And no one came. And then I had a giant bowl of candy um, that I could not get rid of uh, because... That was just too much candy. Um, I it it, it, it so what ended up
1: happening to it. Up,
0: it it's probably slowly disintegrating in a landfill somewhere. <laughs> um, <laughs> that must have yeah. been a lot of candy. It was well. It was it was uh yeah. It was not. It, I, I I had overthought this. Um, because see, it turns out if you are in an apartment and uh it's it's somewhat secluded no one's going to go there because there's no reason. So uh, I have that going for me. Uh, and and I uh, use that to the fullest extent possible um, because uh, without uh, having an inviting entryway, uh, I don't need to worry about getting anybody candy or interacting with children. So I'm
1: pretty happy. Bada bing, bada boom. Mm-hmm. As it were. <laughs> well, that's, that's good then. Uh, except it's, you know, so I guess you'll just like, have some wine, read a book, watch a scary movie, reminisce on the days by buying some fake blood and putting it in your hair and then washing it out shortly afterward, asking yourself, why did I do that?
0: Yeah. yeah. Whatever you do, don't lay down on a throw pillow because you're feeling tired. <gasps>
1: Ooh, that re- <laughs> that reminds me. I <laughs> I got so pissed at Shane last year um because he had worn some costume that involved it was like a, he always does the does it last minute. Um and so he went as something that involved spraying his hair with green hair. Um and I had just purchased uh, a Casper sheet set which we know Casper is a true uh haunted Devil ghosts now, but anyway, um, <laughs> cast. I bought a Casper sheet set, and um, so that means you know, brand new pillow she pillowcases, new sheets, yet, cetera, et cetera. And I was like, and uh, this was like a work party or something like that, so this, you know, this was something that he had gone to separately earlier in the week, and um, he came home and had gotten significantly turned. he did not drive no uh he took an uber and i said hey you know drink some water of course uh and before you lay down uh go take a shower like i need you to wash out your hair because you have that nasty green uh hairspray stuff in it i went to go fill the water and i came back and he was asleep on the pillow So I woke him up and was like, go take a shower, you monster. And uh, he was not interested at all in doing that because, again, had had a uh, good time. Um, So I had to go and get a trash bag and put the trash bag over the pillowcase. And he slept on top of a trash pillow for that night because he was being trash. So, yeah, that's – (laughs) <laughs> don't ever lay on pillowcases if you have gross stuff in your hair or throw pillows in your case
0: mm-hmm. this is neat. wise words
1: <laughs> that, yes there's there's the gospel according to Micah uh, and the uh, penny saved is a penny earned style I don't know what those are called what were those was it Jefferson that wrote those I don't remember Benjamin Franklin yeah that's who uh, let's talk about tech
0: yeah uh, unless you want to talk about Casper mattresses,
1: oh um, God, yeah, actually, <laughs> I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't mind. Um, oh, okay.
0: I, I, I was not uh, even even sure you would want to broach the top uh, topic, but uh, go yeah.
1: Ahead. Uh, so it's interesting um, for anybody who hasn't read the article out there. You totally should, and um, I'll ask Joe to include that in the show notes. But uh, essentially, there are different online companies that make mattresses, and a lot of them are pretty similar. Um, But there are then websites that review these mattresses. And it's kind of like this thing where it's this fringe area of of the internet that needed people reviewing it so that whenever you typed in best mattress, you could find some actually good information. Well, these these different sites started cropping up that were uh, doing mattress reviews and then um companies that made mattresses like Casper and others started doing commission stuff where you know they would uh any any click in any sale would result in of course money for the person who had done the review well Casper um started Basically, the the way that these were all set up was it started with commissions, and then there were some sort of deals that got put into place where it's like, hey, we can increase the commission rate, or we can do this, or we can do that, or we can give you flat out money if our mattress ranks better than others. So as opposed to being actual reviews at that point, they were no longer um, objective reviews. And on top of that, um, Casper started to sue sites that were not giving it. Um, and I know, of course this is some of, some of this is alleged, some of it is, you know, court documents available, stuff like that, but started to sue sites that, uh, rated them basically poorly or in some way had like reduced their sales. And so they were making an argument that because this person no longer rated the Casper as the best mattress and instead said that the this other one was better, it resulted in like millions of dollars in losses or something like that. Um, so it turns out Casper is pretty aggressive uh, with its uh, review practices and like commission stuff. And on top of that – They, like, bought a mattress review company – or website, rather, from one of the people that they were sort of going mafia dom on. And uh, they, like – they gave a loan to a third party who then bought this website from the guy that they were up against – and, yeah, it's pretty scary, pretty gross. um, I still sleep very well on my casper mattress every night uh, do you do you sleep well? How do you sleep at night? Well, I have a little cup of tea before bedtime. <laughs> I read a book, and it's lights out before nine p m That's how I sleep at night um. That is a reference to The Office, and uh, of course it is. Uh, I probably quoted it a little bit wrong, but that's not important. Um, yeah, Okay, nobody so, watches that show. Bull. <laughs> bull. <laughs> How dare you, Joe? I will hang up this call. Okay, sorry. Ugh. <clears throat> Continue. I am, I'm offended. I, you know what? I'm going to dress up as dead Michael Scott for Halloween, and then I'm going to haunt you. That's what's going to happen. Uh so aside from that I'm curious to hear you know uh, your thoughts on this I mean this is coming from the person who A, has, you know, talked about Casper on podcasts before, uh, sleeps on a Casper mattress that's on a Casper bed foundation that's on a Casper bed frame uh, with Casper sheets and Casper pillows. (laughs) Uh, um, I do, like, you know, it doesn't change the fact that I really do like the product. I like the product and my interactions with the company have all been pretty positive. In fact, um, what my, my mattress review ended up making it into a commercial that they put out and in return this was this was just like hey can we use this you know you have to sign off to say that it's okay if we use this and i said yeah yeah absolutely like i had no problem with them putting my review on a uh commercial And then after that, they're like, hey, we want to send you something, you know, as a thank you or whatever. So I gave them my address and they sent me this hilarious, uh, they gave me some like some pins and stickers and stuff, but they also sent a, oh, and a new pair of uh, Casper socks, but they also sent a, an inflatable bed. So it's a Casper mattress that you could put in the pool and it has like cup holders and stuff. Um, I've never used it because I don't have a pool and I'm not going to like take it to a hotel and blow it up or something that's ridiculous. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, I have an inflatable caster mattress as well. So again, I am not down on the product itself. I think it's great, but I, I will like, say honestly, I don't like that the company like tried to sue people into submission. Essentially,
0: yeah. So I have no Casper products. Um, I, I I'm, I'm, unlike you, I, I'm not doing Snow Angels in uh, Casper <laughs> products. I, I have, I have, I have zero. Uh, items from them um now this is in spite of my uh good feelings towards the company prior to this because uh they they fund so many of the podcasts that i like to listen to all the great shows uh as you might say uh but i never really wanted this particular mattress for me um th- there have been a couple times where they've had pop-up shops for casper um and uh they've featured them uh, on occasion at uh like west elm or something they'll have like oh, yeah. a-, a demo yeah. one and so i've gone and I've, I've sat on them and uh you know just just tested it out and been like you know it's a good thing i tested this because uh, I think I think part of the thing is like with the at home trial, I probably would have just been like, I don't really want to deal with getting rid of the thing, so I'll just keep it. And, <laughs> but but when you're in the store, you can make a, a decision decision to be like, you know, this is too soft for me. This is not the the level of uh, firmness that I want. Um, and of course,
1: it's completely. I had a dollar.
0: <laughs> it's uh well, if you had a pea, you could put it underneath, and then um I, I could definitely <laughs> feel that. But uh so I I. You know, I, I just don't it wasn't for me, but it wasn't like a judgment thing of like people who buy this are trash because I don't I don't, <laughs> I don't have that kind of feeling about I it. I
1: hate this mattress. So everybody who buys this are trash.
0: No, it's so I, I just had warm feelings because uh, they sponsored podcasts that I like. Uh, I, I feel that way towards uh, many companies that I don't actually buy products from. Um, I'm, just I'm like, that yeah, same way.
1: Th- I agree with you there.
0: Thank you for sponsoring this thing. I'm not buying your particular item, but um, I'm happy that you're you're giving the people I like money, uh, and then uh, they will they will turn around and present this advertisement um, so that they can uh, continue business. Uh, so I understand that uh, uh, component of it. I feel like there are a lot of people uh, I've seen uh, online who have been sending sort of challenging requests to podcasters who have been like, so. What are you gonna do now? Like, I bet you're not gonna talk about this. I bet you're not gonna, uh, you know, go through this controversy. Uh, you bet you're still gonna be taking ad money from them. And it's like, you know, I don't know. This gets into a weird, uh, thing. I'm not, I'm not certainly sending those challenging, um, tweets and demands to people. But <laughs> <Weird>. uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, as you could tell by bye I don't know if you want to talk about this. Um, I I just I don't really. Uh, I'm not gonna like throw down over this. This isn't like Uber for me. Um, but. It is pretty shady, and I don't really agree with that. Uh, no, yeah. no mattress company is. This is one of those things where it's like, is there a good mattress company that's like amazing? I don't know. Um, it, no, there's not.
1: I don't think. I think. Yeah. The, see, like even like the traditional mattress companies are all shite as well, but for different reasons. Um, and the like, mostly the fact that the markups on those things are ridiculous, and the amount of money that actually goes into like. Sixty bucks for a a, a full size mattress, you know that you could buy it like Walmart or something like that, and then you pay three hundred dollars for it. It's it's ridiculous the the markups that they make on that. Uh, glances at Apple and and thinks about how much money they make <laughs> in markups too. Well, but there's also stuff like
0: uh, they'll. You know all the regional mar- mattress companies that are around you. Uh, they'll have uh, different mattress models in every mattress store, so every mattress store can say they have the lowest rate
1: on that model mm-hmm. because nobody else has it. They'll uh, rename the same mattress with different names so that you can't compare the compare them across different show uh, across different showrooms and things like that. It's all very uh, gross. I, yeah, it, it's it's odd because this is like. You know, one of the things that Casper even says in like its ads and and things like that is that uh, you spend a lot of your life on these things. And it's like one of the most unpleasant uh, experiences. And it turns out that like that unpleasantness carries over into the, you know, the new kids on the block as well
0: yeah yeah I, I'm' cause, you know it's really just about disrupting uh existing businesses so that you can come in and be exactly the same as the previous business that was there. <laughs> it's just important be that it, that it's you that' it's, that's collecting the money at the end of the day um so yeah i don't have I don't have the warm fuzzies about them at the moment uh and I'm certainly not buying them or recommending um other people buy their stuff uh at this at this juncture. Um, it would be nice to see them clean up their act a little on this uh, and and promise not to uh, go down this, this road any any further. But I, I doubt we'll see anything like that happen. Uh, and I don't really think it's going to be a huge impact. Um, I think people who are going to buy a Casper mattress will buy a Casper mattress, and it'll be fine. Um, yeah. And I won't silently judge people who uh, clothe themselves in Casper products and uh, hop on their, <laughs> hop on their Casper pool floats.
1: Hop <laughs> on your Casper that's a great. Um, okay, so I'm considering adding a new bit to the show. Uh, we'll have to see how it plays in different markets. And, um, you know, we'll get some some feedback. We'll send out some uh, Pew studies on this. But uh, the bit is ridiculous, or silly or stupid or just funny um crowdfunding campaigns and so i'll just introduce it do a little bit of it and then we'll move on to talk about real things uh and the reason this came up is because i got an email uh for for something called (laughs) pillow guy betting for all mankind putting men's betting nightmares to rest are you ready joe are you Uh, ready for this
0: i'm i have a lot of trepidation just Based on all the words you just used,
1: but get ready because it gets worse. Uh
0: They're
1: not just linens, Joe.
0: (laughs) Please tell me there is a body pillow that is a man.
1: No, that'd be even better. But it says they're not just linens, they're masculinens. Oh, no. Being bedding industry experts, Pillow Guy truly knows how to assemble the highest quality fabrics, perfect densities, and finest fills to create the perfect bedding bundle based on your personal sleeping preference. It's time to start hitting the sack like a man and put your bedding worries to rest forever. We source the best material in the industry, cut out the middleman, and have made them available to you at a price much lower than any, quote, competitor, unquote. Betting made easy. Wait, no. Whereas there's there's a part there where it's like, uh, so we decided to develop a line of betting geared toward the discerning man who is more interested in quality than trendiness. Now, although this is for men, it's also for all mankind.
0: What what the f is this toxic Redditor or BS Stanford business? Whatever. Oh, god, it just <laughs> makes me so angry.
1: So if you. <sighs> If you want to support Pillow Guy betting for all mankind, I'm not telling you how to do it, but you can search for it on Indiegogo. Please don't. <laughs>
0: please, please no one do that. Also, it, it's it's a huge red flag when something's
1: on Indiegogo. Ugh. Truth, truth. Because that's the thing is like Indiegogo, they they have that option to where you can keep the money even if you don't raise your full thing, which is something that Kickstarter at least in the past doesn't do I haven't been on to those sites in a while um, except I will say uh, our awesome awesome friend um, Aline Sims friend of the show uh, is currently putting on a crowdfunding campaign that I do believe is on indieGoGo um, that sh- absolutely should be supported it's called app app camp uh, it used to be called app camp for girls it's called app camp and um, they're basically raising money to bring app camp to other uh to other cities, and it is a really cool thing to support, um, which basically helps uh, young kids. They well, let's see, it's girls, transgender, and gender non-conforming youth, um, who they 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 teach them how to like develop and things like that. And so the money helps buy the the products and things like that that they use, the devices that they use, and, and pay uh, teachers. So. Um, it's sort of trying to get more diversity into these organizations or into these different uh, groups that absolutely need it. And yeah, that's pretty, pretty great stuff. So go check out that uh, crowdfunding campaign instead of pillow guy luxury betting made easy for guys. It's not linen. It's masculine. <laughs> mm.
0: it, also, I, I uh, just to amend what I had said earlier, um, I, meant, I meant products on Indiegogo are oh, definitely gotcha, gotcha. a no-no because... Um, uh, for the reasons that you had outlined earlier also they they it, i mean if if it's basically where you go if kickstarter won't accept you um and i find mm-hmm. kickstarter accepts plenty of sketchy terrible ideas to begin with so uh yeah no no thank you um uh, although curiously I, I have to say the weirdest kickstarter uh i'm sorry the, the weirdest any of these starters um i you know not to exclude indiegogo a company i will never use uh for products but uh, one of the weirder ones um was uh on kickstarter uh we had ordered from uh a a local uh mediterranean kebab kind of place uh it's uh, technically iranian um uh food but it, it was uh, they always have this hot sauce that comes with everything and it's really good although quite fiery um and the one thing they did is that they put in a, like a, a shiny uh, f- color print uh, postcard uh, with two little hot sauce samples stapled to it. And uh, it was because they had a Kickstarter campaign and they wanted to let, the, let you know that it was out there so that you could kickstart uh, them making the fire sauce uh, available to the world. And I, I just looked at it and I was just like, wow, this is kind of... Hilarious that you get that with your delivery uh, is a is a Kickstarter plea. Uh,
1: wow. Mm-hmm. Mm.
0: It's good hot sauce, though. Um, well, although I will say uh, I did not know that they had a Chipotle habanero, uh, salsa that they started making um, in addition to the fire roasted peppers uh, that they used to do uh, so one of them was orange and one of them was like more of a brown green um, and I was like oh that's that's weird I, I bet this just one just got a little uh differently colored um i and i I, I dunked in the the orange one uh, and uh I almost died because um, <laughs> I have an arrows, so, yeah, no, that was, that was a, I didn't realize that they had two this now. This was
1: just a little archer. Yeah. <laughs> you just, like, you see, you know, oh, this is just the ring. It's just loading it, uploading it up. Oh, God, no. <laughs> oh, Lord, have mercy. Yeah. Um, Okay, well, let's talk about... Uh, music no movies anywhere movies everywhere movies anywhere movies in your hair next to the fake blood mhm uh yeah yeah
0: uh i this news can it, it kind of came out of nowhere um it was like uh a thursday 2 weeks ago or something um yeah, a week something and a half like uh, but uh so they had uh there's this thing that's existed for a while uh called disney movies anywhere uh, and it was Disney's uh, self-made um, platform for uh, digital content uh, and disk distribution, their 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 vault of sharing things, um, so that you could buy a Blu-ray and then have a code that you could redeem online, uh, etc. Um, it was different from Ultraviolet, a program they didn't participate in, because ultraviolet required you to go through specific vendors and only use certain apps. And, uh, those were all bad because that was just like voodoo, um, was basically your best option there. If you wanted to redeem an ultraviolet code, uh, for a purchase. And that would be for basically most of the major studios, uh, went with ultraviolet. It was really only Disney that didn't, um, and, uh, what they, what, 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 uh, this, platform was called was Keychest underneath the hood. Um, that was their internal name for it. And it basically, uh, created a system where anything you bought from Disney on iTunes or any code you would entered, uh, to redeem, um, would be available to you, uh, not just on iTunes, but on any other, uh, platform that qualified, including, uh, Amazon, um, uh, Vudu, uh, Oh, God, I'm forgetting one of the other ones. Uh, But basically, you could just watch this, like, anywhere if you bought a Disney movie. But it was only for Disney movies. Um, So it was quite helpful in a couple situations where I uh, I wanted to watch something that wasn't working on my Apple TV. Because for some reason, it was just like, you know what, I don't want to stream Star Wars. And it's like, yeah, you jerk. Uh, And so I would hop (laughs) on over to... Uh, Amazon and because I had the same movies there, uh, then, then it was available to me. Oh, sorry. Google Play was the other one that I had forgotten. Um, and for those who are not familiar with Google Play, uh, video, it basically exists in a YouTube space um, for the most part. So you sort of can access uh, Google Play purchased items through YouTube. Uh, it, that makes it somewhat ubiquitous on almost any platform uh except for like the the amazon show um but uh the echo show but uh so the uh the important thing about this was uh all the other movie studios except for paramount and uh some smaller distributors lionsgate and like magnolia pictures or whatever uh, uh or canal or any of the the smaller foreign studios too uh they all participated in this so that's fox uh sony pictures which owns columbia TriStar, et etc um uh warner brothers which uh their ceo was a proponent of ultraviolet uh uh and and so it was interesting to see them hop on board and this let you uh in uh, universal studios and this let you watch that any of those movies that were pur- purchased through any of these people on any platform um did require a new sign up so it wasn't just an extension of disney's movie anywhere i don't know if that was just like a legal thing because it was part of a company before now they had to have it as like a separate thing but anyway it was a pretty easy sign up process uh you sign up and then you authorize and it's sort of like when you do like a two-factor fat- two authentication kind of a thing or an oauth token thing where it's like hey uh we need you to agree in itunes that you want to do this and then you click over and it's like do you agree to let uh movies anywhere access uh, what titles you have purchased, and you have to say yes because if you don't, how would it know to share those things? Um, <laughs> and once you do that, they have a list of all of the movies you bought, and that list is then shared with. Uh, if you hop on over to Amazon, for example, and you say and you also do the authorization there, then it it's shared with them, and vice versa. And so that you quickly have a pool of movies that's shared across all of your devices uh, that you didn't have before. And it's relatively easy to set up. There were five movies that were included for free for signing up. You get uh, three for activating one service and then the other two uh, for uh, connecting a second uh, uh, service. I, th- I think the reason why they did the two-stage thing is they just wanted to make sure that people weren't signing up just to get movies, that they were actually right. uh, connecting two services together. Um and I saw a lot of people who are just very apprehensive about this and don't trust it because who would? It's it's Hollywood. Uh, it, there's 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 nothing but breaches of trust when it comes to Hollywood. So, uh, but the, the the thing about it is that uh, Disney had been running this the same platform prior to this. I don't really think they want to pull the rug out from under anybody. I really think this is a a, a move out of um, desperation because they have declining sales of. Stuff and they want to sell stuff, and the only w- way they can really see to sell stuff is to follow what Disney has done here and reduce the friction on uh, selling things basically uh, because by making it so difficult to own quote unquote, because technically this is all licenses uh, when you get down to the legal uh aspects of it uh all these companies that make it made it so difficult to own any of the stuff that people wouldn't bother buying things um and it was sort of a mystery because it was like oh why don't why won't one of these millennials buy stuff and it's like i can think of lots of reasons uh and one of them is nobody wants to buy something that's glued to one platform only or uh buy a disc for goodness sakes uh it's it's 2017 come on people uh so it's It's really, um, a move, a move to try to push people to, to consider purchasing things. Um, and now having said all of that, uh, I want to ask you, did you sign up for Movies Anywhere? Do you actually own any movies? Because I have no idea if you do.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Um, so yes to both. I signed up for Movies Anywhere because I think that it's a really cool, um, a cool thing and it ended up like it, it's so interesting what you're talking about there like so many people were go you know sort of giving it side eye uh now what is this exactly what is this exactly i don't think this is real like it actually works wait how what's the catch how are you sure it works is it real uh <laughs> and that was kind of funny because it does work it is real um and yes to the second one um i did i do own a couple movies and it most of them um were born out of uh when i went to go buy the move or when i went to go rent the movie it was too early and so you could only buy it and i really wanted to watch it and so i bought it um but some of them like the social network uh that's my all-time favorite film hi dan um and so i you know was going to own that regardless i i have Kingsman, The Secret Service, Easy A, that Emma Stone movie that I thought was hilarious. Um, (laughs) The Social Network, uh, Star Wars Return of the Jedi, Um, Deadpool. Was that one of the ones that was offered? No, that was not offered. I didn't think so. And Doctor Strange wasn't either, right?
0: No, that was not
1: offered. Um, Interestingly, mm -hmm. with Doctor Strange, I actually rented that movie. And then I thought it was so masterfully create like the the, it's just visually very beautiful uh so i ended up buying it after i had had already rented it i also own um the boy in the striped pajamas but that was not a that was not included in movies anywhere for some reason it's not in my library Mm. but yeah so i do i do own a few movies digitally i do own a few movies physically um but for the most part I just rent films if I want to to watch them. Or they appear on services where you don't pay uh upfront at all.
0: Yeah, uh I I have a few titles, um, and it's all sort of a grab bag, uh kind of similar to what you have. Uh and it's all like, oh, I really like that one. Um I should just buy it to have around, particularly if I see it go on sale. Um, there have been a couple of times where I've purchased something that I've seen that was on sale that, uh, I knew I wanted to watch at some point and everybody said it was good. So like Looper, um, I bought that when it was like seven bucks or something online and Mm. everybody had talked about how great it was. I thought it was okay. I probably didn't need to buy it for seven bucks, but, uh, yeah, (laughs) but, uh, the, uh, you know, and occasionally um, iTunes would do those things where they get uh, a few movies uh, in a series together and they want to bundle them up and sell those. And you're like, oh, well, you know, 30 bucks, that's a pretty good deal. Uh, like Dan and I were doing uh, the the Alien movies um, every Halloween. So I was like, you know, I probably should just buy the special edition set that they have or whatever of of all of these things together so that way I don't have to deal with uh, trying to hunt these things down every year. And so I own all of the alien movies, even the ones I don't like. Uh, and uh, same goes for Star Wars. Uh, have that uh, two and you know John Wick and Independence Day and Groundhog Day. What was funny is John Wick? <laughs> uh, Gra- Groundhog Day showed up uh, twice in prior versions of iOS in my in my videos app. Um, and I can never figure out why. Uh, I thought it was just a hilarious in-joke that maybe one of the engineers had made uh, that if you had purchased Groundhog Day, you'd get two of them. Um, but uh, <laughs> the, you know, The Last Starfighter, uh, Rocky Horror Picture Show, Ghostbusters, the original Magic Mike, uh, Watchmen, Director's Cut, which is not that good. I like the wait, theatrical wait, wait, cut wait, better.
1: Wait, 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 The original Magic Mike? Yes. <laughs> okay, Good. I, I still haven't seen the sequel.
0: Uh, haven't but, seen
1: either of them oh really really
0: oh man this is this is a situation where i wish i could lend it to you but uh that's that's <laughs> that's not a thing um you and, and before anybody writes in yeah i know you can do that with plex i could also compile my own linux kernel from source but i'm not gonna i'm not gonna do that i don't i don't yeah i don't care i could
1: also build uh a boat and sail it down the mississippi river but i'm not gonna do that
0: yes yes exactly what he said about boat building um no but uh, <laughs> yeah I, I don't know hey, you ever you ever you ever come across some of that plex feedback where it's like yeah you could you yes. could make this and it's like uh i don't want to sit there and rip things for forever and then organize a library of titles and check
1: the speaking, metadata speaking of plex <sighs> if anyone out there listening right now has the room i need that i need i need the room I, I need the room. I don't <laughs> I don't want to order a physical disc unless I have to because they're like always sold out every time they come in, but I need I need the room. So if you've got it stashed on your Plex somewhere or if you've got <laughs> just hit me up, you know, uh all completely above board everybody who's listening, uh I would like to have that flick. Anyway, um yeah, it would be cool if you could lend, sort of like the Kindle lending library, uh, with books.
0: Yeah, I, that was never part of Disney's movie, uh, Disney movie, uh, Disney movies anywhere. But it would be nice if they did include that eventually. Uh, I'm not going to hold my breath for that one because, <laughs> right. Yeah, I feel like that would just start a whole system of people who don't buy anything because they can just trade uh, movies with one another. Um, but maybe uh,
1: like limit it. You you can share it twice, and that's reminiscent of. Sharing a disc with your irresponsible cousin and your irresponsible, uh, let's say, second uncle twice removed, who every time you lend them a disc, it comes back and it looks like they stuck it into uh, a hand sander and like, you know, uh, polished their, their or weathered their old furniture with it
0: yeah um or you just don't get it back at all um yes I, <laughs> I love that one because it's like uh hey so where where's that thing did you watch it oh i haven't watched it yet okay uh it's maybe been like simulate... four months um <laughs>
1: <laughs> maybe they simulate that experience it's like a gamble you can lend this out but we might remove it from your library <laughs>
0: You can lend this out, but we'll just have a grayed out poster for this thing for forever <laughs> until they watch it.
1: Yeah, uh, they have to watch it first and they have to watch it all the way through or else it's not, you can't have it back yet. Yeah.
0: <laughs> you, get a, you get a lending window too. So they need to watch it within uh, a month of, of it being originally lent to them. Um, just oh, like God. with the rentals. They have a 48-hour window. That'd be nice. Yeah, once
1: they start it, then Mm -hmm. they've got, yeah, a 48-hour window to watch the whole thing.
0: I I know that sounds onerous, but uh, if you are the person with that movie and you want to have that movie back, that's the way to do it. uh, Because (laughs) otherwise, people will just sit there forever.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. I'll give this to you, but I'm going to be knocking on your door in 48 hours from now wanting it back. I will bring a bat if I have to.
0: Uh, I give them longer than forty-eight hours. Uh, in the spirit of the, the Halloween season, I'd give them seven days.
1: But um, yeah,
0: hmm. um, but uh, yeah, I I I I don't like I, I, that's not something I miss about the DVD experience um, from their mid two thousands. Um, is that when you when you would uh, have something that you could lend to somebody else and then they would never give it back to you? <sighs> Bummer. So
1: many movies lost.
0: Like tears in the rain. But uh, so we. Uh, have probably addressed everything there is to say about movies anywhere. Uh, we have. Was there was there anything else?
1: Yeah, yeah, there is. Uh, there are a couple things, but I think the one that I'm interested to talk to you about is going to be the the Pixel Two XL. But the other thing was that Apple <laughs> actually is saying that they're going to have iPhone tins in store, so that people are lining up for the iPhone Ten. Um, which which one would you rather chew on here, the oh, XL or the? I wanted to
0: do both, um, and I I want to do them in the the order that you you had outlined there, and we're going to just lightning round, lightning round.
1: All right, lightning round. Here we go. Boom, boom, boom. So (laughs) Pixel 2 XL, uh, this phone hit reviewers' hands, and shortly after tore up the internet because uh, the screen apparently is very dull and is sort of um, foggy or like that there's like a lot of noise in the in the screen the display calibration that google allegedly chose as as everyone is saying this was a choice that they made um, the screen calibration has this very washed out sort of <laughs> grossness to it that you can adjust in the settings by turning on vivid imagery or something like that. There's like a setting for vivid color or vivid imagery or something. But apparently that doesn't completely address it. And on top of that, this OLED screen is getting a lot of screen burn in. So we've seen situations of of some pretty severe screen burn in coupled with this display that everybody just absolutely hates. Uh, and now they're saying like, this is no, this is no small thing. People need to, uh, send this or Google needs to like rescind the pixel to XL. We have to get rid of this. It's ruining Google's pixel project. It's just the worst. So, uh, when we cut through the drama and the cruft, I'm curious to hear, uh, what you think about this, this, uh, display kerfuffle and, uh, how, how you feel, how you feel.
0: Uh, I think it's an embarrassment for Google and quite frankly, all of the reviewers, uh, because the problems with these displays were evident after one week of use. Um, And that goes for basically all of the models that went out. Some of the the people, uh, I think like Android Central was reporting that they were seeing screen burn in on their review unit that they had received uh, that they had already done the review on because a lot of these places were in such a rush to do their reviews that they didn't use it for a week. Um, they, they, they basically used it for days and then wrote the review out. Uh, and if you have problems that are evident after one week of use, uh, maybe they should be holding on to these devices for one week before they start writing reviews. Um, I know that there that's difficult with embargoes, and you want to be the first one out the door with your review, because how can you anticipate whether or not there's going to be a problem? Um, you, you have no way of knowing, like, what if there was a problem after two weeks? Then, you know, are you going to wait two weeks? I don't know. But... Right now, it, it's a lot of egg on the faces of, I think, a lot of people who gave the, the, the phone a positive review. Um, the Verge has gone on to, to rescind their uh, their rating that they had given the phone because they feel like there's no way that they can currently advise anybody to buy uh, a phone that has the issues that they're seeing in terms of quality of the display. Um, I, I, I don't envy Google in this regard because it's very difficult to do this stuff. I, I don't understand... Uh, the lack of uh, testing for quality assurance yeah. that occurred. Um, I think that is also a huge uh, problem, considering that they spent what was it, uh, one point eight billion, um, or two billion, or something, on buying HTC engineers who were largely responsible for engineering this phone. Uh, uh,
1: that sounds terrible. <laughs> yeah, it,
0: it's like well, if you're if you're getting. Presumably, these are seasoned employees from HTC who have made lots of phones, and they're making this phone for Google. Uh, then, where? How did this happen? Because it's not like you got ten engineers who are like, "Oh, I'm going to first principles my first phone." No, it, like they, they they actually had people who knew what they were doing. Uh, so is it a management failure where they're just like you know we don't need that quality assurance test or like whatever like i have no idea what went into the thinking behind that and to make matters worse there aren't physical stores that you can go take these things back to um right you have to do everything via mail um which i don't love i know that uh, a lot of people who live in remote areas um Find that dealing with mail stuff is much easier than trying to drive to a store that might be in a larger city. Um, But uh, for people in a larger city, it seems to make no sense. Um, But uh, Google even had like pop-up stores where they were selling the device at a $30 uh, markup from um, what the the value was if you bought it through Verizon um, at a Verizon store or if you bought it through Google. Uh, And it's they don't do any service there they just had jazzy pop-ups that they made um in new york i think uh and it's just like what what a mess you guys like verizon doesn't do any servicing of the devices uh it's just, there there's it's it's poor uh and I, 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 even beyond that i think it's weird that they don't have this phone on google fi um their own cell network that they got from assembling parts of t-mobile and sprint networks together uh it, like I don't know what that says about their product. It's one of those weird Google fragmentation things. Where it's like, why do you have seven instant messenger applications? But um, it, it, it that that also boggles my mind. In addition to all of the big stink they made about deep learning, uh, for, uh, the the performance of the phone to be able to do, uh, certain camera effects, uh, such as the what what we know of as, as as portrait mode, where it does the, uh, the fake bokeh blur behind people uh mm-hmm. the the focus but um the uh that that stuff was also kind of a disaster too and mm-hmm. reviewers were giving them positive reviews on that And it was like uh the left and right frame of this are blurred completely <laughs> differently uh everybody
1: it, who listens to this show saw your your circles your <sighs> yeah, <laughs> your annotated so imagery i
0: i had i had i had i had uh, doodled on some stuff uh Casey Liss had, uh, I had, I had said something as a subtweet uh, to maybe a certain Verge reviewer who was like, oh, this is amazing. This is so much better than an iPhone. And I was like, no, it isn't. And uh, he then Casey was like, um, can you explain why it isn't? Because I can't see why it isn't. And I was like, okay, well, here you go. This is, this is uh, I'm going to annotate on these frames um, exactly where.
1: Annotate on these frames. That's like the modern day dunk on these turds. <laughs> um
0: yeah so they i dunked uh they they yeah they the, the the there are all kinds of flaws and there are flaws with portrait mode on an iphone too um and i had annotated those last year when portrait mode came out um and people were uh laughing at that because oh who cares nobody's really looking at it up close you know it's uh you know it's like a monet It's uh it's better from far away um but up close it's a total mess but uh the the thing is, it was it was an important feature of this product, and it's just like I, I wish the reviewer could be able to determine that the entire other side of this frame is completely jacked. But whatever, uh, nobody seemed to care. It's not a big deal. Uh, the the phone itself is just I don't I don't get it Uh, if you don't use those features and they didn't have this phone screen problem and they were on networks that you wanted to use yeah then maybe it would be a better phone but uh, there's just there's so many weird drawbacks with this thing
1: if you can check all these boxes, which is it like limits, it goes down by so much every time, then this is a good phone for you. Otherwise, it's not. Uh, yeah, people are saying if you're going to go for Pixel, get the the non-XL version because the screen doesn't have those same issues. Um, but again, sometimes people like that bigger phone. It's, it's pretty sad. And I think, you know, part of it, uh, this is... I'm sure some people will groan about this, but I do think that there is some truth to this. Google wanted to be out with their phone, with its phone before uh, Apple was out with its phone. I really do believe that. And uh, when you rush to get things done, uh, any company can make a lot of mistakes. And I think that that's what this is. And you know, you can call it a choice to calibrate the screen this way, and you can call it this, you can call it that. But there are still some errors here that could have been caught. They had more uh time to test things. So I think uh yeah, I think that that's certainly an issue, and it's best to not get the Pixel 2XL until Google issues some sort of statement and tries to handle this and like I don't know, does something better about it. So uh we'll see.
0: Yep. Yeah. Um mess. Uh so iPhone 10.
1: Yes, iPhone 10 is coming out. I've I'm already Ready to, uh, I got my my little pre order saved and I'm ready to to hit that button as quick as I can on uh, Friday night, Friday early morning, rather. Um, So, yeah, I uh, am, am looking forward to ordering mine from the comfort of my home, but it turns out that Apple is going to have some of these phones in stock at stores, which means people are going to be lined up outside of the Apple store again, you know, in theory. Uh, and perhaps people are buying uh, tents and, um, you know, camping gear, getting ready to camp outside of Apple stores so they can be first to have the new phone. So what do you think about the lines coming back?
0: I think it's BS. Um, I, I, I know why they're doing it, because it will make a big spectacle. Uh, for the launch of this thing, because that used to be in the press quite a lot. Uh, it was the the olden days back when there used to be all of these lines, and people would wait for you know a week before the thing would open up, and they they'd just be camped out there with their their lawn chair, and then the doors would open, and and they'd all rush in, and who could get it, and blah 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 blah. Um, I I I think it's a, a bad thing because mm-hmm. I know they want the press. From this but they already have the press from this like mm-hmm. there is no reason to, to to go the the extra level of, of uh, doing this because it's actually going to hurt a lot of loyal customers um, who had prior experience with upgrade cycles of years past uh, where it would be easier or more in stock because what's going to happen is if you're reserving things to sell in store then what happens to everybody who is doing their pre-orders? Uh, they their dates get pushed back. Like they can't just pick in-store pickup, um, even though there's stock in store. Uh, Apple is trying to have it both ways, where they're they're saying everybody who wants to order things and and get them by uh, by mail or uh, get them uh, through pickup or whatever, like they 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 go in a separate bucket from everybody who wants to line up at the doors. Uh, so even though we have devices in stock, we're going to remove that stock from the pool that these other people can buy from. Um, and it's just going to be for uh, all the people who are going to line up uh, just because we can have uh, the PR from that. I, I, I just – I don't I – don't, it doesn't leave a good taste in my mouth. I'm not lining up. I don't know anybody who's going to line up. I think that, the it's, heck no. Yeah, it's just for unreasonable people. And if I meet anybody in my daily life who's like – uh, who actually camped out and waited and did all this stuff i'm gonna be like why why do i know you um what do you
1: do for a living like
0: uh, there's there's no there's yeah, no way can you do this
1: during the day yeah <laughs> well okay but here's my thing can we be certain that apple's not going to like do first come first served where uh on pre-order morning Um, Because of course, like lining up isn't going to happen until the Friday when the phones ship out to customers who order them online. Why wouldn't they just on that on Friday morning when people are pre ordering those devices online? Oh, because if they, I guess if they sold all of them online, then they wouldn't have any in stores, but they already said they were going to have some in stores. Yeah. Never mind. Yeah. Okay. Because that, I was going to say, why wouldn't they just like, you know, fulfill all those customers' orders first and then take the rest to stores? But it wouldn't make sense because, yeah, then you have already said, they've already decided to say that they're going to have some in stores. So they have to keep some back. Yep. They,
0: yeah. They have to reserve stock. To have on sale because if they actually fulfilled all of their orders, then they would have nothing to sell in the stores, and that includes having uh, the demo devices in stores um, that are manufactured to be there, etc. So, th- like, it's not a trivial number of phones that goes into uh, stocking up these stores. I-, I don't know if you remember back in the back in the olden days uh, <laughs> when the iPhone four uh, was coming out. Um, back when they still used to have lines and stuff, Uh, and and also the iPhone 3G. Uh, The iPhone 3G is probably a better example because that was even worse because they uh, would have a website that you could go to and you could see a little green dot. Um, uh, I think it was green. was are the green or blue. Uh, Next to stores that had stock of certain model numbers uh, and colors. And then you'd just have to check that site, then drive to that store, and then wait in the line to try and get that thing uh, eventually at some point. Uh, it was a disaster on the weekends. Um, I drove all the way down to uh, Manhattan Beach Apple Store uh, from, uh, where, w- from where I am uh, with a friend of mine who was also interested in getting it. And we we're just like, oh, we got here so early. There's nobody here. And then it's like, well, how do you get into the mall since it's locked? And we started walking around the perimeter of the mall. And then the other side, we see an enormous line that wrapped not just around the side of the mall, but down to the street, uh, through the parking lot. And we're just like, uh, what happened? Um, because there were so many people who were already there, even though it was uh like six thirty in the morning or something. Um, it was just bananas. We got back in our car and just left. And uh, I, I wound up seeing that there was going to be stock at the the Beverly Center store. Um, and that was unexpected because they didn't have it before. So I hopped in a car, went over there, and for some reason there was less of a line there, and. It's just like a, a total mess, like just trying to drive all over, you know, Kingdom Come to try to get this ridiculous little phone. And we're going to go back to that time, back to the before times, only it's probably going to be worse because the stock is going to be even more limited, um, according to all reports, than it was uh, for those those other easier-to-manufacture phones. <sighs> My iPhone yeah. six purchase went so easily. I just I bought it online for in store pickup. I went to the place. They had a line for people for in store pickup um, that was like five people deep. Um, I s- <laughs> s- percolated up through that five person line, got my device, went home, plugged it into iTunes, and waited forever. It took longer for iTunes to copy over all of my apps and stuff than it than it did to do anything else. But um, just. that that, why 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 are we going backwards why are we going backwards on this i don't i know that they want to have you know the spectacle and have it in the news but what's the point if nobody can buy one like everybody's just going to be angry that they can't buy one
1: exactly and that's what that's what's really i don't know worrying me and like it's just going to make people upset i think in the end um, and they're doing like everything to make it as simple as just pressing a button on that night, but it's still like, ah, uh, it sucks. I don't know. They're, they could have, I, I don't know what, what you do differently. Uh, cause people want these phones and we're all ridiculous, uh, consumers who are very interested in owning these things. And like, it's all kind of gross consumerism in the end. And I realized that, but the fact is like, this is something that people really do want and this is something that people actually do use to, to you know, live their daily lives and and improve upon them. Um, and I, I don't know what you do here other than, you know, find some way to have more available, which would have meant either pushing back the launch date or uh, starting sooner if they could have. And it's just – there's really no solution because of the demand for these things. So uh, I guess buy an essential phone instead. No. Fine. No,
0: Uh, But one thing uh, I would say, though, about about this is when you brought up like, oh, it's all useless capitalism, blah, blah, blah. uh, It's it's not entirely useless. Like, you know, people buy these things and use them for many years. Not every person. Uh, There are a lot of people who are Apple fans who buy a new phone every single year. And it is just about having the latest. But there are a ton of people who buy one and use it for many, many years and basically Mm -hmm. run it into the ground. Um, <clears throat> maybe me, uh, because I still have <laughs> an iPhone six. I'm not out there buying uh crazy phones every year. Uh, so it would be nice if I could actually participate in an upgrade system because the iPhone six is bad on iOS eleven. So bad. Yes,
1: I had a friend the same way. Uh, very bad, very bad, and uh, she runs phones into the ground as well, and then upgrades. Uh, she upgraded to iPhone eight, or the iPhone eight when you're talking to Joe. Yeah. Um, and absolutely adores that phone. And I am, I I had talked about this before and I think that it's still true. I'm not a hundred percent sure. Uh, now it'll just depend on what happens that night. Uh, but I'm thinking if I can't get an iPhone 10 on launch day, for whatever reason, if things crash or things don't work, or there's just all gone because they were, you know, everybody else is too fast or something. I'm probably just going to upgrade to the eight plus. Um, rather than wait until March or whatever it's going to be that the phones are restocked uh and then just wait for the sort of second iteration of that design um and go for it then so we'll see how that plays out but uh yeah i i'm I'll, again it'll just be like an in the moment type of thing uh but it's something i'm thinking about
0: yeah I, and i have i also have another friend who uh they're in the up, iPhone upgrade program and they just went ahead and got an iPhone 8 um like a month ago and uh they were showing it off to me uh, it was any plus sorry and they were showing it off to me and uh it was like yeah it's a really nice phone and i really think it's it's good it's a, it's a good one and i had asked her what her rationale was behind waiting um uh because she's also friends with jason and he's also in the iphone 10 camp uh mm-hmm. and he's quite worried that he's not gonna be able to get one um and he doesn't care any about technology at all really he just he wants wants the new fancy uh but uh we're, so we're asking her uh wh- why she went ahead and did it and she had a very good reason for that which is like basically all the reports say they're not going to have any in stock so i might as well just get one while i can with the up- upgrade program and then use it this whole entire time while all you guys are waiting <laughs> and then uh have it you know get the next iteration next year or get the mm-hmm. iphone you know 10 next year and uh cause, I, I, I made the, I've made I've a, made a joke in the past uh, that the reason why they are releasing the iPhone 8 and the iPhone 10 is because by the time the 10 is in stock in stores, they're going to be releasing the iPhone 9 uh, to replace the iPhone 8, and that'll be next summer. Because there's it seems like it's just they're they're just not going to be able to fill these orders for these this phone.
1: Yeah, yeah. it's going to be a madhouse. Yeah. are you going to be are you going to be up at night to do it or are you just going to wait
0: uh, I'm gonna try, because it's just
1: midnight for me. Um, oh yeah, that's right, you turd.
0: <laughs> California time, best coast. Uh, so oh, God, yeah.
1: no, none of that, please. Yeah,
0: <laughs> I, I only say that because Casey doesn't listen to this program. Um, and if he did, if if our dear friend Casey list did, did listen to this program, I, I would I would want him to know that I said best coast. But uh, so the yeah i i just have to wait up a little um i'll probably be up anyways just like any other night and just be like oh look it's just this casual midnight time for me to order my iphone 10 um unfortunately jason is uh going to be on the east coast uh well he is on the east coast uh for a conference um so he was like what does that mean and i was like it means you have to order yours at three in the morning he's like well i'm just not doing it then i'm not gonna get one i was like well sorry.
1: Uh. Okay, buddy. <laughs> uh, well, then that means I can text you uh, after it's not, not during, I don't want to, you know, mess up your, your, don't text me either. So oh yeah. I I'm going to turn order.
0: off every Wi-Fi device I have, uh, except for, <laughs> except for my iPhone. And I'm just going to be trying through the app store the whole entire time. Actually, yeah. you know, it would be better is if I use the app store on my iPad pro because it's probably faster and less likely to crash and the battery probably won't run out while
1: I'm trying to order. So, Oh God, (laughs) that like, I'm so happy that I have a really fast internet here. Um, because I'm definitely counting on that. I remember one year I was, I was somewhere where, Oh, I was on campus, uh, at the university and at, you know, periods of time, Everybody's everyone and their mother is watching Netflix uh, and chilling. And so there's not very much Internet available, not very much bandwidth available. It's like, I'm not going to be able to get it. But then the next year I was at work um, and I worked at uh, Newsy at the time and we had fiber through the university. Um, and of course, it was a smaller you know, area, so it wasn't as as uh, overcrowded. So I was able to get uh, the Space Gray Apple Watch Sport on day one. Um, Whenever a lot of people had trouble getting that on day one, those uh, uh, delivery orders, you know, went back pretty quickly. So I'm hoping that again, this year, I'll luck out since I've got the the pretty good connection, but we'll see. Uh, It'll be interesting. um, And we'll all be hoping. So yeah, I'll have to text you like, I don't know, 30 minutes afterward or something. (laughs) Uh, And then we can uh, compare notes, see if we both were able to get one.
0: Yeah, fingers crossed for for both of us. Um, Although maybe it should be like a reality TV competition where it's just you know, I'm not here to make friends. I'm here to
1: yeah. (laughs) I'll come rip your wig off. Oh, Uh, I'll 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 flip
0: flip your table.
1: (laughs) Hold my earrings, Henry. I've got (laughs) to go beat up my friend. Uh, All right, all right. Well, I think I think that about wraps it up.
0: Yep, uh, and thank you uh, again. And I'll talk to you soon. And hopefully we'll both have iPhone tens next time. Yes. Um, mm.
1: Ooh, that'll be great. Yeah, because we will we'll have them by that point. Maybe. Oh, that's fun. It'll be per- <laughs> well. Yeah. Hopefully we'll both have them by Don't that point, it. and not just one or the other. Because then we're both. Yeah. That would be pretty cruddy.
0: Yeah. So uh, just like, oh, Micah. So um, how how are you liking <laughs> your phone? Uh, your great phone. I'm just phone. looking here
1: at my. I'm just looking here at my face. Uh, and I'm just gonna <laughs> send you this an emoji live while we're recording and uh, I just th- I just think it's great you know I just uh-huh. think it's pretty great I've got these dot projections on my face right now can't even see them <laughs> that's how I'll talk if I, I, on I, I hope so.
0: <laughs> uh, can you please Just do that with the, the unicorn animoji? That'd be great. Um, oh
1: my God, yes.
0: <laughs> you, you need to come up with uh, distinct voices for each of the animoji For Each of use. them? Oh man, what is
1: the poo then?
0: Um, Hello, I've got a very smooth, deep voice. I was going to say, can you do a Trump impersonation? But uh. so uh,
1: anyway, mm- we should... <laughs> zing, zing, zing. Boop, boop, boop. Yeah,
0: we should wrap this one up. Thank
1: you again,
0: and uh, talk to you soon. Talk
1: to you soon. Goodbye.